Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. One of our MSU Big Ten insiders, he's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Great, Bill. Thanks for having me. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing good. Boy, that came quick with Oregon and Washington, didn't it? Yeah, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I mean, you know that as soon as USC and UCLA entered the fray, those were the two possible logical ones. But in terms of pushing it across the finish line, it happened abruptly. And apparently a lot of the people out in Pac-12, Pac-14 country, or whatever it was called, um, up until the 11th hour, they thought they could maybe save the conference and and keep those teams in. But didn't happen. And um, college football takes another step in it different direction. We'll have to wait and see how many fans come with it and how many are left behind, what the roadkill is, what the unintended consequences are. You mentioned a minute ago that the TV networks, and you're correct, you know, they're not going to be as interested at all in Michigan versus East Carolina or Michigan State versus Richmond. Those spots on the schedule in the, in the future with this many teams in the conference, they'll be able to f- fill those out, conference game versus conference game, nine-game schedule, ten-game conference schedule. Uh, because they'll be able to get a bigger figure, more millions of viewers, and that's what it comes down to. In the meantime, what damage does that do to East Carolina's athletic department? What damage does that do to Richmond's athletic department? Max schools, uh, you know, Max schools, you know, they, they they schedule two heavyweights a year. Most teams do. Most, you know, Central, Eastern, Western to pay the bills for the whole athletic department. If they don't have those games anymore. Um, if funding for those departments will go down, scholarships will go down, the net result will be fewer jobs for coaches, programs getting cut at the smaller schools, and fewer athletic scholarships for young athletes, Washington State, Oregon State, and coming soon to those mid-majors. So the fat cats, the TV industry, they'll, they'll make some money, but down the line there's going to be some damage. Well, there'll be some damage, but you might go back to a pure form of intercollegiate athletics uh, at the lower level, you know, football subdivision, D1, maybe, you know, CMU Western, the MAC, those schools drop down. Maybe some of the bigger D2 programs like a Ferris or Grand Valley State, who knows, Saginaw Valley State or Michigan Tech could bump up. Uh, you could get that bridge between the upper echelon and D2 uh, with the lower side of D1 with the football subdivision. There's so many TV networks. Yeah, they're not going to get. What is it, Power 3 money now? <laughs> it's not even Power. Yeah. yeah, you got Power 3. I mean, ACC has a has a football deal with the CW Network. Where Where is the CW Network? I can't find that, and I can't find my Twitter app. I know, but you'll be able to find Big Ten. It's going to be plastered all over those networks. So the, the branding there is going to be good for the Big Ten schools, CBS, NBC, Fox. I mean, it's going to, it's going to be – those are going to be – uh, very slick, flashy presentations and broadcasts. So um, that'll be fun to watch. That'll be interesting. But uh, I, I'm I'm usually uh, open to change, and I embrace change in a lot of areas of life. But this, I feel bad to see the Pac-12 go away. I really do. So uh, next on the list, uh, if any, I don't know. They may be waiting because the 2024 schedule and beyond that first two years they did will have to be uh, redone now. Who, who, who else do you think they add? I'm talking near future. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, I do not it's a know. Tough one. I mean, I mean, you know, three years ago, I, I thought maybe Notre Dame Stanford might have been in play, but Notre Dame's going to get enough money from NBC by itself. They don't need to. They don't need to move on. It looks like. 
Stanford, do they move the needle enough? Uh, you know, I, maybe the Big Ten holds out and waits for the ACC to crumble. And then, you know, Florida State, who wants Florida State more, the Big Ten or the SEC? It might end up the Big Ten might want Florida State more than the SEC. And you might not have thought that five or ten years ago. It didn't really fit the pedigree, but it's changing. Big Ten wants to be a national conference. They want to be the NFC uh, you know, the, the, the half of the half of the of the of the country. So then, I suspect way down the road, you're going to get a really interesting bidding war between the Big Ten and SEC for North Carolina. I think that'll be an interesting one between those two conferences, and uh, that that that's a battle that's. Uh, I, I, I think that one is is going to be waged at some point. Just a matter of when. And because of the heavy buyouts, I read this story. That's why the ACC isn't being plundered right now like the Pac-12 that had none of that in place. I mean, the leadership in the Pac-12 to let the the Big 12 look like the conference that was going to go away and there was going to be the Big Four with the ACC, SEC, Big Ten, and Pac-12. And the Big 12 uh, made the right moves and they landed Utah and Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado and brought Prime to the Big 12 and Meanwhile, the Pac-12 just sat there and literally presented a TV package with Apple to their member schools that were left. And that was before Arizona State, Arizona, and Utah officially bolded. And the rest said, we got to get out while we can get some money. That's it. It's over. Strike while the iron is hot is one of those business axioms. And also, nice guys finish last. And the Mm. Pac-12, the Pac-12 had a chance to hammer the Big 12. When Oklahoma and Texas left two years ago, the schools that were frightened were Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, those were the schools that thought they might end up without a home because the Pac-12 was not interested in those schools. Um, instead, now that has shifted to Oregon State, Washington State, exact same situation. Uh, Pac-12 had a chance to go in and, and, and raid the Big 12 of what was left after Oklahoma, Texas left, and they were right for the picking, they they hesitated, and they didn't want to be that conference. They were the nice guys, and that's where they are now, sadly. Jim Combroni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU, one of our Big Ten insiders, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, impact of the expansion on Michigan State. I, I believe that they're going to go to no divisions as planned, even with adding Oregon and Washington because TV wants the two highest-ranked teams in that conference championship game. But I could see with the addition of Washington, Oregon, and you have Nebraska out west, you could have a western-eastern divisions for minor sports. You know, they say they're not going to have divisions, but, you know, they could erase that and go to a blank slate and start over again at the drop of a hat, Bill. You know that. With these four Pacific teams coming in, you know, how, how, what do they have, 18 teams? How do you have an 18-team, one division, one, one conference? I don't know how that works. I know they want to have the two highest-ranked teams. I think, it, you know, I, what, were we, what we were talking about in Indianapolis a couple of weeks ago about the Ohio State-Michigan game moving to October, what's the reason to do that? That's to separate between having a rematch, whether it's number one versus number two at the end of the year or a couple of divisional champions. Either way, I suspect that's what the TV networks are going to want. Um, I don't know. 18-team single division, I don't know how you do that. 
I don't know how you do that. I'm not sure this is uncharted territory. Uh, uncharted, I mean, you're walking into a dark tunnel, and again, the light at the end of the tunnel is all the money uh, that the Big Ten schools are getting. I know some are saying, well, you're taking away traditions, uh, rivalries. Hey, that, that went out the door a long time ago in college sports. And speaking of rivalries, uh, the Michigan-Michigan State game, in this new schedule they're going to put out with the additions of or addition of Oregon and Washington, uh, will Michigan and Michigan State play every year, or could that become play two years and don't play two years? You never know. You never know. Um, the um, you know Michigan State will want to play that game if Michigan waivers. Um, that's uh, that's an institutional decision. Do politicians get involved, as we've seen in other states? I don't know, but I think that one is. I, I think that one is safe, but you never know. Yeah, I, I, I think there's going to be no divisions because they want the top two highest-rated teams in the title game. They don't want two divisions and have a division be really weak and have a primetime game in the mighty Big Ten with a dog team. We've seen that at times in the Big Ten championship game. So I, I look at Michigan, Michigan State, and they're going to want to get Oregon, Washington, and UCLA and SC in this rotation uh, with schools like Michigan, uh, like Michigan State, like Ohio State, Penn State. I, I just don't see how you can play everybody every year. You can't. You're right. No, you can't. It'll, there'll be a rotation. And you are going to see your favorite Big Ten team, whether it's Michigan or Michigan State or whomever, um, playing UCLA November 4th at 8 o'clock at night. That's going to seem really strange on the road. You know. Meanwhile, you know, your old-fashioned Michigan versus Illinois, Michigan State versus Wisconsin, those will come around less frequently. Those old familiar Midwestern games that we're used to, that we grew up on, they'll still be part of the schedule, but it won't be week in, week out. Many of those dates will be replaced by games in November and October that we don't recognize. Now, we've seen Michigan and Michigan State play Oregon and Washington in you know early season and early September, but having them later in the season, that's going to be a different flavor, and we'll see how that, that, that turns out. I, I, for the fourth time, I'm a little sad to see it. I like the regionality of the conferences, but it's, it's a... It's a game of risk, you know. It's a big board game between the SEC and the Big Ten. Who can, who can eat up the most territory before the other one does? And uh, it's a money grab. And each of those conferences are trying to, uh, you know, mark off their fiefdoms. And those of us that are old enough to remember other sports in the past, I remember when Bob Arum and Don King did this in boxing and ruined the sport, kind of. Now th- that was different because you don't have. Franchises carry on from year to year to year, but I've seen IndyCar ruined by war and factions. Um, uh, I, I just a uh, little uneasy about it, Bill, but not much I can do about it. The, uh, you know, the young athletes will still, will still get on the field. It'll still be Michigan State helmets against Purdue helmets once in a while. Gets Michigan helmets, and that'll be fun. And I suspect we'll still see filled uh, stadiums. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can follow everything connecting the Spartans to the expanded Big Ten at SpartanMeg.com. And we'll see what happens when they come out with a new schedule. I think they're going to go to 10 conference games, and you'll get two non-conference games, and it will be the school's choice. Do you want to schedule one big boy game and basically have a preseason game 
uh, to start the season, but it will be dictated by TV networks. They will have input. I think you'll see more night games uh, for the bigger schools, especially when you get out west where 7.30 would be 4.30 out west, but 10.30 would be prime time out west. And think about this. I saw a note from one of the college writers. The Big Ten now will have teams in every TV time slot at 12, 3.30, 7, and 10.30. It's a lot of inventory, a lot of money. And I think you're right. I think they're headed to 10 conference games, and that'll bring in more and more money for those conferences in a select few. Um, that will also lead to more records that resemble NFL teams. So some programs and some fan bases are going to have to get used to the idea that Seven and five is not a bad season anymore. Um, it'll be interesting if they do go to 10 games. Will other conferences do that? Because the negative side of the coin is do you cannibalize yourself and prevent some of your teams from making the 12 team playoff? Those are things that need to be uh, looked at also. But those, I think you're right. I think the TV networks are going to want a 10 game schedule. We'll see with those other factors how they factor in. Yeah, because the TV executives will want all the major matchups, but you have to also sit back and analyze what you just said, Jimmy. You don't want to cannibalize your conference too much, but now you have to put Oregon and Washington in the rotation, and that's why I think uh, with all Big Ten schools, outside of maybe one rivalry where both sides agree, Ohio State and Michigan, because of the mega TV ratings, is never going anywhere, but I will say Michigan, Michigan State has had high TV ratings the last three to five years. Pretty solid. And if you have 10 conference games, that's just another banger on the schedule. And then you have if, uh, you know, a team playing that extra tough game earlier in the year, that's an extra wear and tear, then a conference championship game, then a 12-game tournament. Some of these top teams playing 14, 15, 16 games of the season, you're going to end up um, – you're going to end up – crowning champions and playing championship games with, with walk-ons at key positions. You're going to run out of players. It will happen. Like in the conference championship last year in the NFL, um, when what team was it that didn't have the quarterback? You're going to see that come home to roost in college if they ask these players to play too many games in these crucial, crucial situations. I think you're going to see expanded scholarships because of the money there. Uh, I think you'll, you'll see 95, 100 scholarships creates more depth. Uh, taxi squads, what you, again, the the, the same conversation we have about NFL practice squads, I think you're going to see that. And college football, it isn't over. We'll keep you posted. Spartan fans can follow everything Michigan State connected to the expanded Big Ten in the upcoming season, which opens up Friday, September 1st, against the mighty Chippewas of Central Michigan at Spartan Stadium. SpartanMag.com is your uh, Spartan web address. Comp, thank you so much for the conversation. Appreciate it, Bill. Have a great day today. Thank you.